0: Hello, Uh, welcome back to the second official Blast podcast. Um, I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Ty Patterson. Um, Today we have a pretty special one for you guys. We've set up a 32-movie Christmas uh, bracket, basically. Uh, So on the left side we have your classic Christmas movies, and then on the right we have uh, stuff like Die Hard, Narnia, stuff that's not really christmas but christmas adjacent um so as long as you're ready we'll hop in with what we always start with which is uh what we've watched in the last week um
1: so do you want to start this off definitely so simple man kept it simple uh (laughs) went to the theaters Uh, i didn't want to see this one on netflix i got a chance to see glass onion the knives out kind of sequel uh really enjoyed it um daniel craig's awesome as benoit blanc it was nice to see Ed Norton back on the big screen. Other than that, I'm not exactly sure it's better than the first one, but I still had a good time. I'm gonna give that probably a B plus, but closer to an A minus than it is a B. Yeah, very jealous of that one. Nothing, nothing in Bloomington was uh, showing Ouch. last
0: Onion. I would have had to drive to Chicago and. I just couldn't swing it for finals.
1: Yeah, it was a rare... Um, I had to drive. It was about 20 minutes away. Usually our like local Milwaukee theater, about five minutes away, shows everything. But Glass Onion, we had to make a mission for. Yeah, Totally worth it. Pack theater. Everyone had a great time. Awesome. Uh, can't say the same for Den of Thieves. <laughs> Finally saw this one. I've had friends recommend it. Bill Simmons was meat riding it on the rewatchables. So I figured I'd give it a go. And it is exactly what I expected. It's a lesser version of Heat with Gerard Butler. If you're into that guy, he'd probably love the movie. I can't say that I am, so um, I'm going to give it a, a C. It was a fine watch, but I don't yeah. get why people love it.
0: One of my friend's favorite movies, actually, of all time. You know, so, shocker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Relatively uneventful week for me this week. Um, I started off with Goblet of Fire, which was really, like, we're starting this on Sunday, December 4th, and so we, I started Goblet of Fire around 1 a.m. on December 4th. I had been trying to marathon all the Harry Potter movies that day, and it didn't end up, uh, <laughs> following through, but, um, Goblet of Fire was a good one. It's honestly a highlight of the series. You got early Pattinson, so, you know, um, yeah. probably a, probably a B-plus for me. Uh, <clears throat> um, then I followed that up with Halloween 2018. Um, and i was a little worried i wouldn't like this one as much after the failure of halloween ends but i mean it's it's good yeah it's it's good it's good um it's still one of my favorite halloween's it's the first one where michael myers like was scary to me um and that's always going to be i think special i
1: I just love the dynamic of essentially turning jamie lee curtis's character into michael myers like yeah like two boogeymen like going at it (laughs) yeah um I enjoyed 2018 when I saw it. I didn't love the twist with the doctor. No, but it's bad. Yeah, that's it's grown on me. I can learn to appreciate it. There's a lot of dumb stuff that happens in Halloween movies. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what Gordon Green was going for.
0: Fair. Yeah. Um, and then I finished off with my favorite um, horror comedy ever, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, classic Chris one. Hemsworth. Um, yeah, just just an all around great great experience. That's
1: got to be another B plus for me. Um, really quick. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned Goblet of Fire. So I've always like hid the fact that not only am I not a big Harry Potter fan, but I've only seen maybe two of the movies. Really? And the only one that I remember is Goblet of Fire. <laughs> and the few scenes that I remember are with Pattinson. So yeah. I appreciated the shout out. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh,
0: did you see he had an interview the other week where he said that he held the wand like a gun? no way because he shocker. felt like a dork when he was just holding the wand like that shocker god gotta love him yeah. um yeah though that uh that wraps up our uh like weekly watches and uh now we can just kind of jump into this bracket um so the very first matchup we have up here is a one versus eight it's it's a wonderful life and the live action adaptation of
1: the grinch um well, I'll just jump in really quick. You know this about me. It's a wonderful life is my go to Christmas movie every year. It's our, you know, yearly family watch. I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but it also holds up. I I can come back, revisit this movie, and enjoy it every single time. I can't say the same about the Grinch. Even though I'm a Jim Carrey truther, I just can't see this moving on. You know, I and
0: I love Jim Carrey and just about everything, but I can't. The Grinch live-action gave me nightmares as a kid, right. and I just can't get past it. Right. I just can't. This is probably the only one that I will agree with
1: you that It's a Wonderful Life should be. All right, I'm with it. And, you know, it's funny. I a lot of these takes, it's funny that you mentioned that it gave you nightmares. Yeah. I'm I'm basing most of my answers off of childhood nostalgia, at least on this side of the bracket with Christmas-related movies. So Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's fair. I mean, especially with a lot of these being... Pretty old, like I mean Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I rewatched it this year. It's pretty bad, but I mean I'm always gonna love it. So <laughs> Right.
1: Yep, and that stuff matters. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um so yeah, next next matchup then is a Christmas Carol versus Home Alone Two.
1: Okay, so you didn't specify, so I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I would like to <clears throat> clarify that this is the oh nine version of a Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, the animated movie. Um I love the story itself, but I think that this is my favorite adaptation. I'm not a big Home Alone truther, and that's why I want A Christmas Carol to upset Home Alone 2 here.
0: You know, I it's not a bad take. I would have liked it more. I Personally, my favorite uh, adaptation of The Christmas Carol is um, the most recent one from FX. Actually made a miniseries no a couple years back. Yeah, and I just love it. It's really dark, which is for me um
1: yeah i'm I'm with it so either way yeah either way
0: let's move it on um home alone 2 i think has become a really
1: overrated movie in the past i don't know how many years completely agree i'm not and spoiler warning when we get down to home alone is what like the first one i'm just not a big home alone guy i i (laughs) i saw them as kids but i didn't grow up on them i'm not married to those movies. You know, yeah, I, I can see that. I I have a soft spot for the first, but
0: we'll get there when we get there. All right, um, cool. Let's dive in. Yeah. So uh, next matchup is Christmas Vacation versus Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas.
1: Okay. I will dive in first. Full transparency. I have not seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. However, That's I Christmas. can't stand Christmas Vacation. I don't really like um, Chevy Chase. What? Yeah, I don't. Dude, so,
0: how do you not like Chevy Chase? <laughs> Mickey is moving on here. (laughs) I mean, I'm
1: agreeing with you just because
0: Mickey's... I remember as a kid, it was like probably eight or nine years old um, was the first time I saw it, and I just sat down every year, and I turned on Disney Channel, and I watch it, and it's just it's always going to have a special place for me there. Even Mickey's Twice Upon
1: a Christmas is okay your take is good enough for me man i'm well, not i'm not a christmas vacation truther like the rest of america that's fair that's the first fair. one's not bad honestly i yeah. think it's it's just family vacation what's the first F- one? yeah family vacation i enjoy the first one can't say the same about christmas vacation
0: that's it's kind of absurd i do like christmas vacation just to put that out there but <laughs> sorry dude um all right lastly is a christmas story in krampus if you're okay i'd like to kick this please one please do Um, I think a Christmas story has aged kind of poorly for me. I remember when I was a kid, uh, probably like ages four through 13, I woke up every morning at like, or every Christmas morning at like 7am and I would watch it with my dad while we waited for the rest of the family to wake up. Oh, this is going to be a disgusting take. And (laughs) it was, it was great. And I loved it back then. But then like, Kind of the teenage years roll around, and I started sleeping in, and I kind of lost my soft spot for it. I'm oh, not gonna lie. Um, and that coupled with a growing appreciation of horror, and especially the type of horror that Krampus is, um,
1: which I just love. Krampus was, Krampus is an all time great for me. Dude, I'm not disagreeing about Krampus, and I was really excited to say that, like, oh, this is a trap game. Krampus is gonna backdoor cover plus eight and a half. <laughs> it sounds like you want the money line. I'm not... I do. Ugh, a Christmas Story is... It's just... It's an all-time classic. And I think because I haven't rewatched it, you know, every year, I think I appreciate it a little bit more. That's fair. So I understand. And I like Krampus enough. I will give you this one. Okay. In return, I want a, I want a favor down the road.
0: Okay, yeah. And I'll hear that out. I will also say, this decision is partially influenced. I watched A Christmas Story Christmas... Which is the recent sequel that came out with my How sister on Thanksgiving? It was awful. Okay. I couldn't. I made it like thirty minutes in, and I had to turn it off. I was like sick to my stomach watching it. Is that the only movie Ralphie has
1: done since? Uh, he did a Christmas Story too, I think. This was oh, this is the third movie. Yeah, so. I didn't even know about a Christmas Story too. I've never seen it, but okay. All uh, right, yeah. All right, Krampus All right. buzzer beater in the in the second half. <laughs> God, wow already we've taken down a lot of classics yeah yeah three upsets to start the tournament i love it yeah oh and this one's gonna this one's gonna this one's gonna ruffle some feathers you want to introduce it absolutely so we have one seed elf a juggernaut christmas movie that everyone seems to love and our eight seed rudolph you know a childhood classic you know this is just a case of me hating elf I'm not an elf truther. I, I hate elf too, dude. I I love Will Ferrell. Let me preface that. I hate Will Ferrell. Okay, well, <laughs> either way, I can't stand this movie. It's never hit home for me. It's not a, a childhood classic. I think it's annoying. I'm not a big Zoe Deschanel fan. Is it even? Here's my question: Does it count as Zoe Deschanel if she's blonde? Oh, dude, that's a great point. I think <laughs> I'm with it, man. It's not even her. It doesn't seem like her. Okay, if it's not Jesse, then it's definitely not moving on. So, Rudolph, I think wins handedly here. I'm saying like a fifteen point upset. They're winning at half. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone doubles down on Elf, and they lose anyway.
0: Yeah, I think mean, no, this I... is an
1: easy, easy Rudolph win.
0: It is. This is this is UNLV over Virginia. Yeah, right here
1: I'm. I'm <laughs> so with that, dude. All right, another upset on the board. Let's keep it moving.
0: Black Christmas versus Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street.
1: Okay. Um, Let
0: me me start with this one Um, because Black Christmas is my personal favorite holiday movie Um, but Miracle on 34th Street is my mom's and she absolutely despises Black Christmas so she's going to be very disappointed when I make this case I love Miracle on 34th Street I think it's a really magical Christmas story Um, but I don't think it holds a torch to the first ever tried and true slasher Um, and Black Christmas is I mean, it ages incredibly well. You see the influence it had on Halloween.
1: I don't I can't think of an argument for Miracle thirty fourth over it. I can't disagree with you. I'll keep it short. Um I'm surely we're gonna battle over this one later when it faces its a wonderful life. You know, of <laughs> course if it gets there. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. But I really enjoy this movie. I revisited it um, you know, not too long ago and it makes sense to me. I think Black Christmas moves on. All right. Glad we agree. Yeah. You know, I I'm glad that you put me on this one. This wasn't one I I saw as a kid, so finally yeah, me to check it out. Yeah. I
0: watched it uh, for the first time, not probably a couple of years ago. When I saw it, was the first ever tried and true slasher, and I was
1: kind of just starting to get into horror, and it was a game changer for me. Yeah, we'll we'll dial in on that. I have a couple yeah. of talking points uh, for Sounds next good. round. Yeah.
0: Uh, next up is Polar Express, Frosty, and I am just learning now that people don't like a Polar Express. Like,
1: Add me to that list, dude.
0: I don't... I I, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes the other day, and I was like, it has like 67 and 50. It's not good.
1: It's It's not good. It's really good. Oh, it's not good. It's so good. It's not good, dude.
0: Dude. Oh, my
1: God. Come on. I vividly remember this experience. Elementary school, what year did it come out? 07? 06? Yeah. Okay. So, I had to have been in kindergarten, first grade, and they did one of those things at our school where, oh... Everyone go to the community room. We're gonna make hot chocolate and watch a cri- or uh, Polar Express. I fucking hated it, dude. Dude, no way. Yeah, I can't stand it. No way. I will. I refuse to let you move this or make this movie move on. I don't want Tom Hanks in animated form to move on. I I refuse. I refuse.
0: If it was anything else but Frosty, I think I'd put up a better fight.
1: But Frosty is. I mean, it is a classic. Childhood. Childhood yeah. nostalgia. That's that's carrying this over Polar Express. Yeah. You know, and and that's exactly my point. It's like, childhood nostalgia is so important to me. I didn't love Polar Express as a kid, and I haven't revisited since. I think that means something.
0: Yeah, I guess. You know, it's just a shame. It's a shame because Sorry. I thought, like, I literally going into this pod, I was like, <clears> oh, <throat> like, I think Polar Express is one of, like, the most loved Christmas movies, and then I'm I just can't believe I'm learning right now that it's,
1: like, generally pretty hated. No, can't stand it. Sorry. Well, okay. Moving on. Sorry, dude. Last one of this bracket? Last one of this side, of course, yeah. So, Home Alone versus the animated version of Grinch. And that's where things get interesting for me. Yeah. I enjoy the animated version. I do, too. And this is not the
0: 2019 version. Um, This is the, like, old, old school one. Yep.
1: I mean, it's it's pretty much a perfect movie when you think about it. I can't, I, <laughs> I can't argue with that, and I've already explained that I'm not a Home Alone truther. You know, sure, it's good. I love yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. I think Grinch wins this one by, like, four points. Um, you know, Home Alone gets in foul trouble early, and the yeah. Grinch takes over.
0: It's tough. Home Alone, I think, is a great movie. And I think I would make a stronger case for it if Violent Night didn't outdo
1: it in like four minutes in uh its release. Really I still need to see that one. Dude, it was amazing. I, I loved it. I've heard otherwise, but I think it's right up my alley. Oh. just a good time. It
0: is. It it really is. See that. David Harbour's awesome. Okay. But we'll agree, Grinch Animated is moving on here. Sorry, Colkin. You've been bounced
1: <laughs> twice. It's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, we're going to get some heat for that. And Elf, I think. Yeah, the Elf one's going to hurt some people's feelings. But either way, with that said, we're moving on to the side of the bracket. Steve already mentioned these are non-Christmas movies that happen to take place during Christmas or have Christmas elements in them. Yeah. So I'm going to leave the board to you. It's a lot easier for you to see than me. Fair,
0: fair. Um, Yeah, so we're kicking it off with... The all-time classic Christmas-adjacent movie, Die Hard, um, going up against Narnia. So, I want you to just <laughs> give your spiel and I will... Die it. Hard isn't good. That's my spiel. I think Alan Rickman is amazing in it. I think everything else is mid. And oh. it gets so much love for no reason. Like, it's... I, I don't get it. I don't understand the Die Hard I Narnia is nostalgic for me i'll admit i don't know if i've seen that since i was like nine or ten years old <laughs> and i still prefer it over die hard
1: oh dude you're <laughs> killing me i i happen to i happen to like die hard i'm yeah. not married to it like the rest of the 80s junkies are um but funny enough i have that same nostalgic experience with narnia where i saw it once as a kid i remember like almost crying in the theater. When is it? When, like, the lion dies or yeah, something? Like, yeah, I just have, like, uh... Liam Neeson plays, like, the yeah. god lion? Come on. that's yeah. not to love? Yeah, dude, I... Isn't, a What's her name? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton? Yep. And James uh, McAvoy. Yep, as the centaur kind yeah. of character. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't love Die Hard enough, and I love an upset. I'm with it. Let's do it. Let's move Narnia up. That is just crazy to me. All right, let's see here. I got it. Narnia Moving on. Wow.
0: My dad's going to hate me for that.
1: that yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of that take. But I, I am. That's okay. <laughs> All right, I can see this one now, so let's move on. Three seed Batman Forever is taking on the six seed Sleepless in Seattle. If anyone follows me on TikTok, has seen my Batman rankings, I refuse to let Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer go out in the first round. I'm a Val Kilmer truther. I'm a Batman Forever truther, I have a lot of nostalgia towards this movie, I love the Robin character, I love the campy villains, you can't talk me out of this one, I, Batman Forever's moving on. I just... No. Sleepless
0: in Seattle? No. Let me just explain, Batman Forever's a, a good movie. It's not the best Batman by any means, yeah, it I think might be, you it might personally be. overrated it, but, um... Sleepless in Seattle deserves some respect. I think it gets a bad rap for being like it's known as a chick flick. It's not a chick flick. It is a good. Ugh. It is a good movie. Fine. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan at the top of their game. You already bounced him once this round, and he's getting bounced again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, I've been off the Tom Hanks train for a few years. I don't know what it is.
0: It's. I mean, I am too. But young Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, it's just isn't unmatched rom com combo.
1: Yeah. Okay. I also have a problem with this because this is funny. My mom um, said that like her college friends would say, "Oh my God, you look like Meg Ryan." So any Meg Ryan movie, yeah. I can't buy into the romance because it's my mom. That's so yeah, yeah. Picture that. So yeah, that's fair. Give me this one, uh, Batman I'll, Forever. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to yeah, you as a trade off for your uh, Krampus movie. That's the one I get. Yeah. Come on, I just dropped it. Yeah. You another? Nope. Well, oh, maybe, but let's put this one in. Alright. God, dude. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tom, but you're done. I I could make a Tom Hanks Apex
0: Mountain argument for sleepless in Seattle. Oh wow. Okay. But well, that's
1: for another yeah, day. Yeah. I'm
0: not getting into that. Alright. Um Alright, next matchup as uh Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone and um the worst person in the world. Uh, like I said I had tried marathoning all the Harry Potters uh before this pot but I didn't finish. Sorcerer's Stone is a great movie. It's a it's a good movie. It's Chris Columbus. Which one is this? Is this one or this two? This is the very first one, yeah.
1: I've seen this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. It's uh it's Chris Columbus at his best. It's a good family movie. It's a fantasy. Um, but that said, I mean, The Worst Person in the World
1: is one of the best movies of all time. I, so. can't, I can't disagree with that. and We'll just have to do a separate pod for Worst Person. But yeah,
0: absolutely. If you haven't
1: seen it, I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. Go check it out. I would argue not watching it with a significant other. Probably just watch this one alone in the dark so you can cry alone. <laughs> um, beautiful movie. It's one of my favorites. I can't see this movie getting bounced. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Glad we agree there. Yeah, that needs to be on the docket. We need to talk about that movie. This
0: last one now, this is tough. Oh, no. Edward Scissorhands and Prometheus. Oh, no. So, oh, no. I, I'm i going to tell you a quick story. The first time I watched Edward Scissorhands was in eighth grade English class for our film unit. Okay. And we watched that, I think, six times in a month. And oh, no. one of them, I'm pretty sure, was without any sound, too. Okay. Um, and that, it's just, the overexposure really ruined it for me. I can't revisit it. Oh, my God. I can't do it. And it's a shame. Oh, don't do it. That said, though, Prometheus, I'm not really a fan of the Alien franchise.
1: And I think I'm just going to leave this one up to you. This one is so tough for me. I am a Prometheus truther. <laughs> um, I don't love all the Alien movies, either. But Prometheus is not really an alien movie. It's um you know I'm sure you haven't re- like seen it since it came out but yeah. It's an origin story of like the beings that might have created the alien and Ridley Scott directed it. You can tell yeah. that there's a lot of passion. Like it's a big budget fan film basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh I remember that trailer when it came out. It's still to this day a top 5 trailer for me.
0: Yeah. So
1: maybe there's nostalgia in that sense, but not nearly as much. Nostalgia is Edward Scissorhands. All right. Um, I'm I'm really torn here. I I can't see myself bouncing Prometheus. It it deserves love. So
0: I don't know. I don't know. I if I'm to weigh in here, I
1: think if you talk me into it, let's I, move Scissorhands. I dislike both of these movies. But I don't. I I like Scissorhands.
0: Since this is in a Christmas bracket,
1: I think Scissorhands takes it. It's not ridiculous. I have nostalgia towards it, and I said that's what I was going yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, God, this one hurts. Go watch Prometheus, everyone. It's better than you remember. Yeah, maybe I will revisit that. Yeah. It's been. That's a good one, dude. I, I like it. But I'm afraid to revisit it and not like it as much. Same with Hands. I, I, lo- I loved it as a kid. I really did. But Burton, is it, isn't it a Burton, Burton it's, movie? It's a Burton movie. Oh, yeah. Um, the only Burton movie I liked, Big Fish. Never saw it. Oh
0: man. You and McGregor. Yeah. Dude. Okay.
1: Well right. next guy. time. Alright, what do we got next? next okay. Is... We have um the greatest movie of all time, Rocky Four versus not the greatest movie of all time, The Godfather. Weigh in on it.
0: The Godfather's overrated. And that's
1: all there really is to say. It's boring. Uh, it is. It's boring.
0: It's not good. That's I... all there is. It's really the pacing drags just so much. Yeah. I mean, you read all these stories, like I don't know if you read this story. The guy who uh, wrote the Godfather or the film adaptation of it, at least, said that he had never had any film training before. And he went to buy a textbook to see how to write his next script, okay. and said, "Oh, read the Godfather," and he and it's like I don't understand that. I think from a writing perspective, it's not great. It's the American Dream, and that's
1: dead. So, yeah. oh come on. <laughs> um, for me, this is like. My comp for this movie is literally Citizen Kane. People it, meet riot it's one of, like, the greatest movies of all time. You go and watch it, and it's nowhere near as exciting as any of your favorite movies. Goodfellas is better. Goodfellas is hands down better. Rocky Four, on the other hand. Ended the Cold War. Yep. <laughs> favorite Rocky movie. I It might be... It's is legit... Your favorite
0: Rocky movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, That's...
1: aside from Creed, if that counts.
0: I don't know. I think... If Creed's counting, it's got to go like Creed 2, Rocky 2, Rocky 4, Creed 1, Rocky,
1: Rocky 3. Oh, dude. That I re- was a jumbled mess, but... Yeah, sorry. That's a, there's a whole lot going on <laughs> yeah, there. But for but... me, I, yeah, this is... It's too good to... I don't like Godfather. Just, We're, yeah, Rocky 4.
0: Move Rocky 4 through.
1: Have any of these movies ended the Cold War except Rocky 4.
0: And you can kind of see my, my opinions when making this bracket. I had Rocky Forest as the one seed there, <laughs> and the Godfather as the eight, so it is not an upset. Godfather <laughs> but, slander is yeah.
1: always welcome. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we've got three seed, American Psycho. <laughs> oh, boy. And the six seed, Deadpool. What are you thinking? Sigma males move him on yeah. honestly like is there is there really even a question is deadpool a sigma is, is a follow-up honestly um no oh that's tough because he, do, <laughs> he does leave his girl Jesus. to go become a superhero that's that's an underrated <laughs> quality but we can't we can't not move on the go no. yeah it's it's awesome sigma Baton. this is sigma bateman yeah <laughs> that's that's a done deal I watched it. Sorry, Ryan.
0: Believe it or not, I was I was at my sister's for Thanksgiving this year and uh she was like, Hey, can we watch American Psycho? Like,
1: um
0: It's a weird movie to watch with my sister, but I'm never gonna turn it down.
1: Yeah, that's one I would just say, uh no, I hate I hate that movie. <laughs> no, I refuse. No, yeah. Okay, cool. All um, right, what do we got next? Green Knight, Ben is back.
0: The Green Knight is an amazing movie. <laughs> um I, saw, I remember when it came out, I saw this TikTok from a movie worker who said that like if somebody ordered Green Knight tickets, he literally gave them tickets to another movie because it was so bad. No shot. That's just disrespectful and uncultured as hell. Um, wow, that the is... Green Knight is... It, it, I mean, I know you don't like it that much, but I think you have to admit that The Green Knight is a very well-directed movie. It's a very well-written movie you take a, a book or a, a really an epic poem that's not that long and turn it into a two and a half hour film that personally I didn't feel like it dragged and I think that that's just David Lowry's style that really kept me involved because I know that the plot isn't super like enticing and there's like a 15 minute just like interlude of nothingness but I just I absolutely love this movie I think it's one of the best I've seen
1: okay I think it's very well made and it's very easy to look at. There's great performances top to bottom. I just think it's boring. But you get lucky because I've never seen Ben is back. Wow. Yeah.
0: And Ben is, I, I mean no disrespect to Ben is back. I think that's a great movie too. Um. And if you haven't seen it, it stars uh, Lucas Hedges, the A24 poster no boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah. And it's about um, him, like, coming back to his family after struggling with, I believe it's a heroin addiction, and um, kind of him trying to deal with the aftermath of returning home and stuff. And it's it's a really heartbreaking movie, and I I think it's a really slept on um, film, but The Green Knight is
1: in my top ten all time, so it's got to move on. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not surprised by that one bit. If I think it's boring, it's in Steve's top ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Green Knight, moving on. That leaves us with Spider-Man No Way Home and Frozen. You know what's funny is I think we're going to agree here. Really? A hundred percent.
0: Actually, yeah. I forget that you actually said you
1: didn't like No Way Home that much. You thought it was not as great as everyone was saying when it came out. It's nowhere near as good. And I challenge everyone to go and revisit it when you're not in a theater when people aren't clapping and cheering in awkward moments of silence, listening to awkward, you know, comedic relief, there are there are hints of great Spider-Man moments. Yeah, yeah. But it's clouded by the MCU watermark. It's, I, go and, ahead. Real quick, I also like you
0: know Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man. I think his movies are very uh, overhated. I think if Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire aren't in this movie, I think it's better. And... I don't think that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, and, like, look at the the scene that comes to mind when I think of Spider-Man No Way Home immediately is after Aunt May dies, Peter... Tom Holland's Peter is on the roof and just, like, crying to himself. And I was like, wow. Like, maybe chills. Tom Holland's a good actor. Like, maybe he is. Yeah. And then you come in and you let Andrew steal the show, saying, oh, stop pulling my punches, which I think is not a great move for how his character arc ended in TASM, too. But... Putting that aside, I think that Tom didn't really get his chance to shine in this, and I would have liked to see him kind of just put everything together and put together a great end of the trilogy.
1: Yeah, well, I'm also torn because I wanted it after, what's the second one called, Far From Home, Yeah. when it turns out everyone knows he's Peter Parker, I was hoping for like a grounded Craven the Hunter story yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. With all of those same story beats, of, you know, May dying, him having to deal with all the consequences yeah. of being Spider-Man... But they quadrupled down on the grander scale, the big scale, like Avengers, like right. storytelling, and it just didn't work. For it me. didn't. It, it ends up looking like fan service. Yeah. So with that said, Frozen's moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Glad we agree there. I I'm sorry to everyone, but I just I I don't love No Way Home. Yeah. Extremely overrated okay alright we moving back to this side yeah let's do it all
0: right. um, cool it's kicking off our sweet 16 I guess yeah it I, it's <laughs> a wonderful life
1: my favorite Christmas movie and a Christmas carol well you know you know where I stand yeah, I know you take let me make a case for a Christmas carol
0: um and that is that it is the best Christmas story of all time it is the best like Chris- I think it encapsulates the true meaning of Christmas I think it's just a beautiful story in general that said like I don't know if I can say that any of the film adaptations are as good as the book and I don't know I don't know if I can make a case for it being my favorite Christmas movie so cool I'm fine with letting it's a wonderful life go it is it's a shame though because I think a Christmas Carol is often like just kind of disregarded as being too old like being an old story
1: I don't think it's that I you mentioned that it's the best christmas story and i genuinely agree with you however there are too many adaptations that i don't like so that's fair that's fair like sure i love oh nine but it still doesn't you know warm my heart the same way it's a wonderful life does
0: yeah yeah um all right cool next up then is mickey's once upon a christmas and krampus
1: um I think we agree. It's nostalgia versus a good movie. <laughs> okay, then maybe we don't agree. I I think Krampus should move on. Yeah, no, but, I agree. Okay. I agree. I'm saying nostalgia is Mickey's. Yeah. You know I mean, I, I I, Krampus
0: is great. Cool. Adam Scott's awesome. I I genuinely like this movie. Yeah, I do too. I remember seeing it with my friends the first time, and that ending credits song plays, and it's just like literally saying like Christmas Krampus, Christmas
1: Krampus. Yep we were just singing that all the time every holiday season <laughs> yeah great. dude I, it's a good movie alright cool alright so we got are we doing down here? yeah Rudolph and Black Christmas So. oh okay now it's my time to share this story Yeah. So, I hadn't seen Black Christmas I thought I had but yeah. you encouraged me to rewatch it if, if I had seen it yeah. and I went back found it on some Boonk streaming site um, and it opens with you know the really shitty quality, like, title card. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I getting into? Another Steve movie yeah. that I'm not going to like. Uh, and this is one of those rare occurrences where, start to finish, I genuinely loved it.
0: I so, thought you were going to say, this is a rare occurrence where you like one of my recommendations.
1: It's yeah, Basically the same thing. Okay, but no, for context, this movie came out in 1974. Steve mentioned it's the essentially the first slasher ever. And I think it holds up a lot better than most... Older horror movies. Yeah. I I, Genuinely, I can't say that for a lot of... Even, like, the classics like Halloween.
0: No, absolutely.
1: Um, So, I think, again, the same way that Krampus and Mickey was good movie versus nostalgia, I'm going Black Christmas, the good movie, over a nostalgic experience with Rudolph. I agree. And since you mentioned
0: Halloween, I might as well bring it up. There's a lot of influence from Black Christmas uh, on Halloween. And John Carpenter, like, came out and said that. And you can see... There's a closet scene in Black Christmas that mirrors exactly pretty much the Halloween scene, like pretty much shot for shot. And that's when I knew, I was like, wow, like this is actually really something special. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. let's
1: let's put it forward. We were talking about that uh, earlier before we started the pod, how I just couldn't get over how awesome the POV shots and the sound design. Like yeah. Just things that I, I don't know, I, I was genuinely impressed.
0: Yeah. Cool. Awesome.
1: All right. Frosty and the animated version of Grinch two animated classics may I say wow I'm torn um gut feeling um is telling me if we're going both of these movies I love because of nostalgia yeah I prefer Frosty but I won't hate you if you're thinking Grinch What? It, what's your take I preferred Frosty as a kid okay I mean, me too you know, yeah. happy birthday <laughs> I always come back to that
0: Yeah. I always love the, like whistle scene where yeah, is it him that swallows the whistle and starts just like yep
1: breathing and whistling yep
0: I don't know it's a it's a great one
1: yeah it's that one and like we used to watch all of the like I think Rudolph is like that like you know that puppet style like yeah. movies yeah <laughs> with the Burgermeister or whatever yeah <laughs> whatever they called him yeah yeah but I okay don't know. cool looking at our Elite Eight real quick here on
0: this side we have two like classic christmas movies and two pretty contemporary horror
1: takes so yeah um i love it dude and that's you know it's basically a march madness bracket it is anything can anything can happen in the elite eight okay (laughs) all right Uh, moving on we got this side of the bracket
0: forever yeah
1: okay um well you know where i stand batman forever is one of my favorite batman movies i don't care how cheesy it is Narnia we both mentioned that we haven't seen it since it came out basically <laughs> and as much as we like appreciate the nostalgia for it yeah. I'm guessing it's not as good on rewatch as something like Batman Forever
0: the case I'll make I'm gonna let you have this but the case I'll make for Narnia is I think more scenes have stuck with me from Narnia even though it's been longer since I've seen it than Batman Forever like I, mean, I can I vividly remember Sitting down for the first time watching Narnia as a kid and seeing like the bombings, the World War Two or World War One maybe bombings that were happening in it, Okay. and just like being like terrified, I was like, wow, like these kids are going through it, and man, like some of those some of those battle scenes are awesome. I remember going yeah. to Prince Caspian and crying in the theaters because I was scared. Like, dude, I lot I... great memories. But I know I know Batman Forever holds a soft spot. I'll let you have this one.
1: Thank you, thank you, and dude, I get it. But the thing about those memorable Narnia scenes, I don't go back on YouTube and rewatch them. Batman Forever movie clips like pop up on my like feed. Like Yeah. I I just can't let you have it. I can't say the same, but (laughs) Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Okay, he's moving on. All right. All right, we've got The Worst Person in the World versus Edward Scissorhands. I feel like this is an easy one we already mentioned. It's one of our favorite movies, if not our favorite movies of all time. Sorry. Edward Scissorhands Give me has the worst to go. Person. Give me the worst person. Yeah. I I you already I already said I don't like Edward. It's well, a no no brainer. It's a done deal. Oh my god. Val Kilmer against maybe the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> that's gonna that's a trap game. Yeah. Okay. Um Rocky Four versus the greatest Sigma movie of all time, American Psycho. Sorry to Patrick Bateman, sorry to Christian Bale, but I just love Rocky Four. It has to move on here.
0: Quick question here too: <laughs> Is Rocky a Sigma in
1: Rocky Four? I'd love to hear this case. I, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I mean, he goes to Russia and abandons his family at Christmas. <laughs>
0: you gotta. I mean, is Rocky Four's the one with the robot too, right?
1: Yes,
0: dude. Yes. Like, I don't know. It just feels. I could see Rocky being a Sigma. He's
1: alone in this shed, just. Working his ass off. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it, dude. Like literally, Goggins. Yeah. Whatever, just yeah. abandons all family members <laughs> to be the greatest superhuman underdog story oh, ever, yeah. and end the Cold War. Yeah. For the millionth time.
0: Yeah. Let's
1: okay. do it. All right. Wow, underrated Sigma movie, Rocky Four. <laughs> is that is that possible? I think so. Okay. All right. All right. Got the Green Knight. Uh, Steve favorite versus Frozen. Um. I'm torn here, man, because, again, I think The Green Knight is boring, and I think that Frozen is a rare Disney animation W, and is extremely overhated.
0: It is a rare animation W from Disney, but it's just, I know my take with The Green Knight is unpopular. <laughs> so unpopular. It's, it's just like, okay, so you have a ghost story, my favorite movie of all time. You have director David Lowry. And you have cinematography, wow, I'm blanking on the cinematographer's name, that's bad. That's never a good sign, so maybe it's not as good. And uh, Daniel Hart on the score. You have this absolutely one-of-a-kind movie, so beautiful, and I think you can agree nothing is like a ghost story. I completely agree with that. And you get that cast back together, like, the the reunification is nuts. and It lived up to every expectation I had. I I saw it six times in theaters. Dude, stop it. Six times, yeah. It's my most watched theater movie, I think. This is,
1: again, just egregious. It re-released, too, and I went and saw it again. Like, you hear these stories <laughs> of going to see a movie that time with, like, Top Gun Maverick, <clears throat> the Batman, Infinity War, not the Green Knight. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You are the worst sometimes. But, I, I uh, at the same
0: time, I know I'm fighting a losing battle here, and... The Green Knight is, I don't know. The Green Knight is the best mid major in this bracket.
1: Yeah, but it's com- It's going up against like it's, a like a a. Juggernaut. It's going against Baylor. Yeah. Duke. <laughs> just yeah. Sorry, dude. Put Frozen ahead, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I just can't let that happen. I'm sorry. That's just a shame. Man. Ad admirable that you're willing to give Frozen the win over one of your favorites. Yeah. Maybe it's time to take it off your top ten if you're not willing to fight for it like that. I
0: will. I will sit here for the next 45 minutes and argue with you, and I know I'm not going to change your mind. So. No, you do not. Especially just... not until you rewatch it.
1: And so. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Well,
0: you know, I rewatch Blade Runner. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Touche. Elite okay. Eight here. Let's just recap this real quick. We have It's a Wonderful Life going against Krampus, Black Christmas going against Frosty, Batman Forever versus the worst person in the world, and Rocky IV against Frozen. So, here we go. It's a Wonderful Life versus Krampus. I think this is the first one that I'm really going to give you trouble on. It's a Wonderful Life for. Dude, don't tell me. Dude, it's a. Stop it. Stop it. I'm I'm not going to slander. It's a Wonderful Life until the final four. But, for now, Krampus is just. It's such a good movie. Like, I watch that every, every Christmas, and it's a fun time. You watch It's a Wonderful Life, you're going to be depressed. Or maybe a little wholesome, I don't know, a little Definitely, definitely wholesome,
1: definitely but heartwarming. It makes you me watch, feel good. You
0: watch Krampus, you're going to be laughing the
1: entire goddamn time. Dude, not everyone is a horror truther, man. Like, I, It's a Wonderful Life is just a beautiful, feel-good family movie. I can't say the same for Krampus. This is about Christmas movies. I want to feel good. I don't want to cry or be scared or shit in my pants. You know. I'm sorry. I'll give I'll, you. I'll give you a freebie later. But *It's a Wonderful Life* is moving right, on. Let's do it. Let's do it. God, it's an awful take from you. Well, good luck moving *Black Christmas* on. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be a battle. Black
0: Christmas versus Frosty. I mean, Frosty is good. Black Christmas is amazing and you you touched on how how truly great it is. I think it's just, I don't know. It's underappreciated. It's got that kind of it's got heart. <laughs> this yeah. is, it's it's an incredible movie. I don't we've we've talked about it so much already. I don't know what else to say. There's I I think you i don't think we have mentioned there's like some really great feminist aspects in it too that have uh, aged
1: really well I, com- I completely agree about that
0: you expect like ty when he first saw it, he was like yeah i mean i was expecting it's a 74 slasher like you're gonna get some obligatory like uh, male gaze nudity stuff like that and there really wasn't much yeah. of that and there was a lot of like there's quite a bit of a, women in power machines yeah, women in power and there's a lot to do with abortion, even, too, which I was like, wow, like, this is, it's a long time ago to be dealing with that in a slasher movie, especially, so I think... You're talking me into it. Yeah, I mean, Frosty's a great movie, no disrespect to it. I love it, but this Christmas, I'm not
1: going to go and rewatch Frosty, I'm going to go and rewatch Black Christmas. You know, you gave me it to Wonderful Life, I can give you Black Christmas. I, I genuinely enjoy the movie. Yeah, um, yeah I'm with it. At Uh-oh. at some point, I have to move on from nostalgia. Do you have a Black Christmas over there? I do. Sorry. Sweet. Here we go. All right. All right. That is an awesome matchup. Yeah. This is gonna be war. Oh Jesus. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Moving on, we got Batman Forever uh, versus the worst person in the world. Don't even try it, dude. Come oh, stop it! Oh, stop it!
0: Dude. The Worst Person in the World is in your top two, at least. It's in my top three.
1: You watched it. You called me after you watched it, and you thanked me for recommending. I almost cried. Not, not uh, I mean, I I got emotional during the movie, but I cried or tried not to cry afterwards when I called you because I was so appreciative of that recommendation. I mean, yeah. And my
0: watch experience, I drove four, four hours from school to go see it in Chicago because there's nowhere near me playing it and wow it was worth every every minute of the drive I mean
1: that's a story right there yeah it was it it was incredible I loved it and you know it's funny it's it's a Norwegian movie and I would I would argue that a lot of our friends really aren't dorks like us that watch movies like that but every time I recommend it and someone actually goes and watches it I get a text like wow
0: yeah
1: that was awesome yeah
0: yeah it's it's one of a kind. It's amazing writing, amazing character work. Batman Forever is a great nostalgia piece. You sorry, go ba- sorry Val. Movies. Yeah. Sorry, Val.
1: Oh, man. That one hurts. That one hurts. Yeah. Uh, you made it far, Val. Come on, man. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> Are we missing one? Oh, no. no. Okay. Cool. All right. Rocky IV vs. Frozen. You know what? Um give me Rocky. That's all I gotta say. Okay. We're
0: Rocky, Rocky, Rocky.
1: I don't know how many times I have to say it. If your if your movie can end the Cold War, you have to move on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Alright. Okay. Final four, here we go. You know what? Let's just do the easier one first here. Rocky four versus the worst person in the world. I have a feeling we're gonna go to war for that that yeah, other matchup. We, yeah, we will. So okay so it's either a top three actually a top three movie of all time versus a top three movie of all time yeah in rocky four yeah. <laughs> um I'm, I'm torn here because of course you know we've we've shown so much love for worst person yeah. in the world but i do i i don't know how many times i have to say it <laughs> rocky four is an american
0: classic it is it is and here's here's my thought process here the worst person in the world i think is one of the most well-crafted movies of all time and i think we can both agree like all the emotional beats hit just it's written so well it's directed so well and it's it's perfect in my eyes that said it's <laughs> it's going against rocky it. i don't know if I can say that I enjoy watching the Worst Person in the World more than I enjoy watching Rocky Four.
1: It's not a ridiculous take.
0: Yeah, and you know Rocky Four, <laughs> dude, it was a one seed for a reason. You know it's it is. It's it a juggernaut. It is, and I will say, if I'm looking at two amazing movies, I feel like the tiebreaker here has to be which
1: one puts me more in the Christmas spirit, and I think that's Rocky Four. I'm gonna hold you to that in the... that next matchup. <laughs> oh lord! All right, Rocky Four. Moving on. Wow, that's great! I did not expect that. Did not expect that one. I was ready to put another worst person sticker on here. Yeah. All right. I love it. But now it's time to go to war. Your favorite Christmas movie, Black Christmas, versus my favorite Christmas movie. It's A Wonderful Life. And my least favorite Christmas movie, It's A Wonderful Life. You haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah, I haven't. All right, let's hear it. I didn't
0: want to bring this up until it went far because I know that a lot of people absolutely love It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, my God, this is going to be egregious. It's a special movie. That said, as someone who has struggled with mental health in the past quite a bit, I don't think It's a Wonderful Life does a good job portraying that.
1: Please explain.
0: I don't think that it's as simple as, oh, I can see what the world's like without me. I I don't want to end it anymore, you know? And this is a serious topic, obviously. I don't think it's a wonderful life. Does a great job of portraying just generally depression and suicidal thoughts.
1: Uh, I mean, look, that, it's such a serious topic to try and battle this, but I, I mean, I just disagree. I, it's, it's nice to know and feel that that you're loved and you would be missed. Um, I think that's an important message. That it's never worth it. This, this, it is. this is a rabbit hole I don't want to get into. Yeah, but yeah, but I know it makes me feel good. Um, like, that kind of message, and the ending is beautiful when he reunites with his family. The um, ending is good, but I just don't... I don't like the journey to get to the end. So that's a crazy take, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're throwing you're throwing a curveball at me here. Um, I'm torn, but I just don't see it that way. It makes me feel good. Those scenes, sure, they, they suck, but I think it's worth it. You may not like the journey, but I think the ending is worth it. I just...
0: I can't get behind
1: it. All right. I can't get behind it. Talk to me. Talk to me. All right, go ahead. Here's
0: my deal. We both love Black Christmas. We both don't love
1: It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My family is going to kill me. This is is so (laughs) tough. I mean, it makes sense. We both appreciate the movie. All right, I'll give it to you. It's it's fine. That's disgusting. Do you have another Black Christmas? Holiday? Yeah, I do, sorry. Here you go. Oh my god.
0: Go ahead. Alright. A championship matchup
1: for the ages. Black Christmas versus Rocky Four. This is unironically way easier. Yeah, it's Rocky Four. It's Rocky it's Four. It's Rocky Four. It's Rocky Four. Let's just put it out there. Okay. <laughs> no discussion needed. <laughs> all right. All that. All that fight just to get knocked out in the championship.
0: You know, but there is something to be said. This side is the real
1: Christmas. This side is like Christmas adjacent. So. Yeah, and here we are. Christmas adjacent takes the W. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Feels so.
1: about. Feels right. All right. Well, we're done. Wrap yeah,
0: this up. There we go. Um yeah thanks thanks everyone for listening um this is something that ty and i have done for years now is just like kind of making these brackets and putting some of our favorite movies or actors or directors up against each other and just seeing uh seeing how our brackets differ how our opinions differ and um we thought it'd be a great idea for a pod so uh yeah let us know if you want to see more of this
1: style of uh podcast i think i really enjoyed shooting this one totally dude Um, i mean it's it's one thing to rank movies but i think it's more exciting to have matchups that that are just really painful yeah no Um, i agree sometimes good movies have to go up against each other and that's what the brackets are all about i love it i agree awesome
0: all right then um yeah so thank you all for listening and uh we'll see you next time take care guys